0: Welcome to Is This Good? The show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me, as always, is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming today. And today's guest is a producer, writer, actor, and comedian. He risked life and limb teaching you what not to do in the series Never Ever Do This at Home. Wrote for Canadian sports TV legends Jay and Dan. And if you've ever laughed during an NFL on Fox broadcast, it's probably from the hilarious football-themed sketches written and directed by this guy. He's a former colleague of ours from The Score in Toronto. And this is our first reunion in about a decade, so I'm glad you could all be here. It's Norm Souza. Norm, welcome to Is This Good?
1: Oh my god! I need a transcript of that intro just so I can use it as my new bio. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on. to get a website and then put it on that website. <laughs>
0: um, I want to start here because I don't know if this is a recovered memory. Okay, I think this is from mm. before I ever met you. Oh. Uh, Jay Skeets and I went to a show at Comedy Bar, a uh, uh, you know, uh, not surprisingly, Comedy Bar in Toronto. That's right.
1: Yeah,
0: and. <laughs> Am I misremembering that you used to do, like, a show where the mm-hmm. whole premise was you would sit with a guy on stage and you mm-hmm. would just talk to each other and try to drink 24 beers in an hour? Am I making <laughs> yes. that
1: up? No, you're not making that up. Uh, it, was, it was my sketch comedy partner. We were in a group called Punch Drysdale, which had, like, a – was a big group and then a small – it ended up being just me and this guy, Cole Osborne. And, uh, yeah, it was called Punch Drysdale Drinks at 2.4. And it was a talk show where <laughs> we drank uh, a case of beer in about 45 minutes. And uh, it was – we only did it a few times because it was – it's, like, obviously the stupidest thing you could do. And we got—and uh-huh. and we wouldn't just drink those. People would come and bring us other drinks. And uh, I think Cole – and I don't know if you'll, like, be upset – Uh, That I'm telling the story, but I think he peed on his bedroom door twice (laughs) (laughs) after that show. And he just was like, I can't do the show anymore. I literally was peeing (laughs) on my door and my wife was like, what are you doing? He turned to her and said, you never support anything that I do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Not a show for married people to be doing. No,
1: no. We did uh, – But at the beginning of that comedy club, comedy bar, which is like for a bunch of writers, probably could have come up with a better name than that. But um, <laughs> we did a bunch of like weird um, shows that – we did a show called Jekyll and Hyde too where we all – we did a show at 7 p.m. sober and then we all did mushrooms and tried to do the same show at 11 p.m. And, uh, like, obviously the second show was, like, three hours long. And <laughs> like everyone was rambling. The audience was like, what did I walk into? Um, but anyway, those those uh, drinking and drug shows are, are way behind me. Now I just drink and do drugs at the privacy of my own home.
0: <laughs> and, and we call that growth. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, wait, so is it harder to be funny... Not just drunk, but, like, completely hammered or on drugs? Where's, where's it harder to be funny?
1: Oh, the Mushrooms was – Mushrooms, you're, you're inadvertently funny. Like, you know, people are laughing at you trying to do your best. The drinking, uh-huh. the drinking was, like, it's really a trick in producing um, because we did drink quite a bit of, like, beer or whatever during it. But we had guests – to break it up you know and like we had uh a guest would come in and chat and have it we'd have a drink with them see what they're doing so like it wasn't just two guys on stage chugging beers then we usually had a musical guest so that while that was happening it was like it it was so when someone bought a ticket they were like getting music they were getting a stand-up they were getting a bit of an interview and we were just like kind of side piece we also had a guy in. The, i don't know if you remember tom green but tom green used to have like a guy in the back window i, I don't know if he was eating soup or like an apple sure. or something but we had that kind of gag so
0: um yeah definitely Oh, you impact. had a guy eating a plate of nachos now that i remember <laughs> yes, yes 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 uh that that's 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 high level
1: producing right, right here yeah. um, <laughs> but very thinky It was a lot, the drinking show was a lot easier because we kind of like, you know, we structured the show so it wasn't just, yeah,
0: two white dudes like getting sick on
1: stage
2: (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so you you seem to have like a penchant for doing things uh where you're harming yourself because not only were you in a a bit where you were drinking a 2-4 on stage but you were Mm -hmm. also on a show that JD reminded me of as we were talking about having you on never ever do this at home so this was on the Discovery Channel in Canada Mm -hmm. later on Spike TV in the US shout out to Spike TV what a network they don't make them like they used to (laughs) um <laughs> um, no women allowed, um, and <laughs> the, the basic premise of the show was you would take household items and whatever the warning label on that product would say not to do, you would mm-hmm. do it and see what happens. So this is from the, on, this is, um, the Wikipedia synopsis of the first episode. These are all the things you did. Okay. Yeah. Using mm-hmm. fireworks indoors, building mm-hmm. a walk-in microwave oven Heating canned goods by placing unopened cans directly on the stove, Mm -hmm. just like the cowboys used to do, (laughs) and um, tossing a propane-filled cooking canister into a fire indoors. So that was all in the first episode. And I guess my question is, were you ever injured doing this? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was (laughs) (laughs) immediately just, yes,
1: yes, yeah. Badly injured. No, I I wasn't ever seriously injured. I never had it to like go to the hospital or anything like that. But um, two incidents happened that were a little weird. One was um, one was in season two. And one the the first one that happened was we had a remote control full size car. (laughs) Uh,
0: Like the size of a sedan, you mean?
1: Yeah, it it was a sedan that they like rigged so that it was remote controlled. Like, oh, like fucking like James Bond. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we did this bit where I was like, I was supposed to drive through a bunch of like chairs and furniture, but I was in the back seat, and no one was. This is like you know pre-Tesla, I suppose. Um, and uh, while I was, the car was driving, it 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 started to veer off, and I slammed into a tree. <laughs> oh and the, the car's axle broke or something like that and it like just swerved off. Anyway, uh, I got revenge from by the car by like I drove it off a ramp or something like that um, and then in season two at the intro there's um, a thing called a thermic lance. Do you know what a thermic lance is or whatever? It's uh, like the, no. It, basically, it's just like a huge metal rod that you light on fire that oxygen pushes like through and it's like, it's insanely hot. They use it to cut railroad track. And um, I was, I swung it around and I like accidentally like did a loop (laughs) with it and a piece of molten metal landed on the top of my head. And I felt like a pebble and I went, oh God. And uh, I, I got it out, and then I was like, "Oh, don't worry, guys, I'm fine." And then I pulled out basically the biggest chunk of hair. I had a huge bald <sighs> spot in the middle of my head, um, but yeah, nothing other than uh, the getting into a car accident in which nobody was driving and <laughs> putting three thousand degree metal on my head. I was totally fine, um, but yeah, wait, I got a second. It. So this
0: thing, this thing is like a flaming sword, basically.
1: But it's a big, basically, it's metal the metal gets so hot it cuts metal you know what i mean so there's a big metal pipe and it's turning into molten as oxygen is like feeding the flame in the front so it's yeah it's basically like a huge lightsaber it's a big lightsaber but with a metal yeah it's
0: it's like crazy dangerous (laughs) Uh, and not to be your mom but why weren't you wearing protective gear it was for the. Sh- <laughs> it was. I was wearing goggles. Uh, it, yeah. it was. It was
1: for the sh- the show's intro, like where it's like slow mo and everything's cool. Oh, okay, so okay. I, I guess I didn't have the full like hazmat suit on or whatever. Um, but yeah, other than that, a couple of other small things. Like we shot it in Bradford, Bradford and Bradford. Season one was in Bradford and season two was in Bradford. <laughs> and it wow. was like, I don't know if you could swear on, on the podcast or not, but. Yeah, we'll go oh, yeah. ahead. It was fucking freezing cold. <laughs> like it was so cold outside. I remember like I got so sick and uh, we blew up a room and uh, it was like filled with like bomb dust or whatever <laughs> like you know <laughs> and uh and eventually i got like a huge like sinus infection and i like pulled out like a bag of blood out of my it was the uh. it was wild um
0: But
2: anyway, I think think
0: the the craziest thing about all the shit that you did was that you were on shrooms the whole time.
1: (laughs) Oh, that would have been very fun. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Let's see what my co-host, this giant elephant is going to do with this house. No, we, uh, the show, well, it it was a lot of fun. It was based on a Norwegian show. It got canceled, not canceled, but uh, basically the end of season two, the house burned down early, like, like three or four days early. because there was like a massive fire. (laughs) There was a massive fire and the two fire, there was two fire departments there. Like there was our like special effects team, a, a fire department, like actor fire department guy who was like our chief and he had a small crew there. Then there was the actual fire department and this fire broke out in the house and they were just like, oh, I'm assuming, like, everyone assumed the other people were going to put it out. And, and then the house burnt to the ground. You're <laughs> we like, oh, no. <laughs> we had so many more things to do. Um, anyway.
0: <laughs> it was just like, all right, for the final three episodes, it's never, ever do this in your backyard. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, ever do this in a charred piece of, de- like, land. Yeah. Um,
0: um, yeah, it okay. was Okay, well... Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're alive. Um, Thank you. Before we get to the show, some quick housekeeping. We have March Good. Is this dot com to get it. Send us a picture of you wearing it. I'm making a photo album. It's a little mm. empty right now. Uh, join the Is This Good Patreon at patreon.com dot slash is this good. Our next live live stream is May 25th. So join before then to hang out live with me and JD and your fellow pee hounds. It's always a lot of fun. This will be the third one we've done. Send topics for future shows to isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, that's it. Norm, the premise of this show is very simple. And I should add, very safe. You're not going to get harmed doing this in any way. Uh, I'm going to give you a topic, and you're going to tell me if it's good. Here we go. First topic. Cassandra asks, speaking to your dog in full sentences in public. Is this good? So she writes, I was recently out for a stroll when I witnessed a woman talking to her dog. There was a lot of snow on the sidewalk, which made it difficult for me to walk past her. And as she pulled her dog out of my way, she said to it, "'Bella, you need to share the sidewalk!' I realized I, too, am guilty of lecturing my dog instead of giving direct commands. Even though it's mildly bonkers, I do it because I need other people to know I'm aware of how much of of an asshat my dog can be. So is it good to speak to your dog in full sentences when a simple command or leash tug will suffice? P.S. Yay, Canada. You guys rule. I guess, Norm, that includes you. So yeah. that's from Cassandra. So Norm, speaking to your dog in full sentences in public, or maybe even in private, is this good?
1: I think it's very good. Uh, I love it actually. I, I like to I like to have full conversations with my dog, just like because um, I think it confuses them. <laughs>
2: like we, uh-huh. I have,
1: I have, we we have a pit bull. That was uh, rescued during the pandemic, and when we first got her, she was very bad—like very, very bad. Girl. And <laughs> a,
0: um, a bad girl or a bad boy? Bad girl. Oh, yeah, bad,
1: bad girl! girl
2: right? yeah, oh, yeah,
1: bad yeah. doggo. Uh, I will say the one thing that is bad. Just, I, I'll get back to the story about Mia, the dog, and her uh, miraculous <laughs> rescue. But um, uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's totally fine to talk to your dog. I, I do it all the time. I like will stop and I'll be like, what are you doing? What, what, like, what do you think you're accomplishing by eating crud? You know what I mean? <laughs> and other people can hear it and that's fine, you know? But I think it's the tone of voice. So first of all, no one should name their dog Bella. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's I, just, I agree. It, well, what's, not, what's your dog's name, Norm? Mia the dog, Mia. But I, we didn't get the name. Wait, is the dog part of the name, or no? I like to, yeah, I like to say that her middle name is the dog, <laughs> uh, um, Bella. It, it, it immediately gets you to a, a tone of voice that I think is unacceptable to talk to your dog, in. that is the baby talk voice. Dog is mm-hmm. not a baby, so I, I think talking to your dog, like, "Hey, what are you doing? Let it, let the people go, or whatever." That's not okay, but. If you talk to your dog in like a casual, this is a friend of mine voice, which is, what do you think you're doing, dude? <laughs> like, I think that's good. I think baby uh, talk to a dog's bad.
0: But I, I also even think even for a baby, even when talking to a baby, I always like it when people talk to a baby or a toddler in normal voice and not like, you know, like, uh, Jackson, what are you doing over there, buddy? What are you doing? Uh, and just like. Uh, hey buddy, maybe don't uh, maybe don't pick through your shit and eat the raisins out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what I what um, sometimes the mom like any dog, even burger, I don't know if you remember burger.
0: Uh, how could her. I forget? How could I forget? You, burger, dog of you and Renee Paquette, also a guest on this show, Norm.
1: Wow, oh my god. Uh, burger, <laughs> like Mia, when left alone, would do a thing I like to call Papa Roaching the place. <laughs> which is Okay, I am like, I, you come back and the place would be fucking trashed. And I just <laughs> imagine that we close the door, the dog played last resort by Papa Roach and fucking <laughs> tore the place up. So <laughs> Mia does that too. She'll just tear the place up. But the, what I like to do is I like to walk into the house as if I'm like a crime scene investigator being like, what happened here? You know, what is this? <laughs> what could have possibly... And the dog is obviously, you know, hmm. you know, they're not... I think this happens with kids too. When This is the whole thing. I think baby talk is bad. I think talking in full sentences to pets is good if you're talking to them like a normal person. Um, and, and I think even... Talking to, ki- to kids like they're full-grown adults is also good in the same way because it confuses them for a hot second. It makes them stop. It makes them think and go, like, oh, what is going on? I'm certainly in trouble <laughs> based on the tone of voice. Because <laughs> also, like, the baby talked to a dog on, like, a pathway being like, you need to leave some room. They don't know. The tone of voice is, like, kind of positive or whimsical. You know what I mean? But if you're like, uh-huh. excuse me, you know, the dog's like, oh no, I've been
0: impolite, you know. Um, well, but but I think that's kind of that's kind of the point, right? Because what the dog is reacting to, and I, I'm no Caesar Milan, but they're reacting to the tone of your voice. So if if you're yeah. trying to get the dog to move over on a pathway, mm-hmm. even if you said, um, you know, candies and raindrops, but you said it angrily. Yeah, they would don't know. You, you they went, don't speak English. You had bonbons. Delicious
1: (laughs) twick bars.
0: They would know, like, "Uh uh-oh, I've done something wrong and they would pay attention.
1: (laughs) Bonbons? What what are you? Bonbons. Peggy Bundy from Married with Children. Um, (laughs) Um... Mia was so. Mia was a rescue
0: and. And, her, and sorry, just to be clear, this is sorry. this is Mia the dog or Mia your friend? No, Mia the dog. Uh, oh, Mia the dog. Okay,
1: continue. not not Mia the actress, Mia Farrell. Um But basically, she <laughs> Mia was a rescue and was like, basically, they was tried to they try to turn her into like a, a fighting dog. She's a sweetheart, oh, so fun. she never really worked out for her. But she does not get along with other dogs, and she we had a hard time walking her and. Anyway, she needed to we replaced her AC. She had knee surgery and all this stuff. And she was just not not very good dog. We took her to an Australian dog trader. I think he's Australian or from New Zealand. And he basically um you know, with commands and, I, and I, I do think, like, what you were saying is with the bonbons thing, it's like, I think the tone of voice is, is maybe something, but they do know words. You know what I mean? They do associate yeah. a word with something. So if I said, like, bonbons, the dog's not going to know what that means. But if I said treat, they know exactly what that means, right, because they've associated with that. So <clears throat> Mia, we used to do this thing uh, because she was really bad, and she still is bad. It's just like, she'll just eat, like, a bee. You know what I mean? Like she'll eat like a. <laughs> I used to live in I used to live in Glendale here, and Glendale is like notorious for teenagers just like dumping fast food on the ground. And uh, Mia was just like she, she just would have to eat it. So we played the leave it. Everyone knows probably leave it with the dog, right? So in order to get her to do that, we had like we put like a pile of hot dogs on the ground, and we'd walk by and we would pull her and say leave it, and then she'd get a treat at the end. And then we do it a few times then you grab the pile of hot dogs you pick it up and in front of her face you throw it in the trash (laughs) and and you say it it like mentally lets them know that they're never going to get that ever that they're better off getting the little treat when you tell them to leave it and eventually they'll just be like when you say leave it they go well i'm never gonna get this this guy, this, my, my owner here is going to throw it in the garbage. I might as well get this small piece of compressed flavored dirt.
0: <laughs> so that's it. wow. That's, it's so, that's like their favorite thing though. That's like, if I, I don't know, like I turn the corner, I'm with JD and there's like a stack of like, original pressing david bowie records or something and i'm like oh my god wow what a blessing and jd's like leave it
2: leave it
0: yeah yeah
1: and then he and, and, then, then, he just, and, then, he, and then he gives you a cassette tape of like a david bowie cover band that's geez right. <laughs> yeah. thanks thanks jd thanks for, the,
0: um, thanks for the dave Blowy cassette tape <laughs> Uh is it, this is Dave Matthews banji. Those aren't the same thing. <laughs> yeah, crash into me and we get have, over here, leave it.
1: That's right. Uh, we have
0: wait, David Bowie at home. JD, you're 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 about as normal guy as they come. Do you talk to your two dogs like
2: in full cutesy sentences? Uh, one of them I do talk in cutesy sentences just about how wonderful and gorgeous she is and uh-huh. cute and all that. Uh-huh. That's the one I like. The other mm-hmm. one I'm not a huge fan of, and so I don't talk to him as much, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: do you think he's upset
2: by that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's like he's well, he's like a beleaguered wife from the 50s. Like, <laughs> you never talk to me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This dog we got, about he, he's almost 10 now. Um and I never liked him like I wasn't <laughs> wasn't for me. Uh, I, he's just not my dog. He's my he got my wife picked him up uh, from the Humane Society for my kids and I just didn't like him. I just didn't vibe with him and he uh-huh. didn't vibe with me and we had an understanding. but then we got this new dog, who I love. like <laughs> I love this dog and then he sees me loving this dog and now all of a sudden he wants to ingratiate himself to me. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Desperate. You had, you had 10 years for that. Yeah, reeks of desperation. Thirsty, as they yeah, say. So <laughs> thirsty. You have no idea. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I I talk to my dogs, but not uh, not, you know, like my mom would talk to our old dog, like full conversations. Does that still count as talking to yourself, though? Like... I think that you're talking to the dog, though. Like, yeah, it's, Eddie, a nice it's a nice excuse. It's a nice excuse because. Well, okay, let's 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 get back to Cassandra here. This this person, this woman with the dog. Yeah, she's not talking to Bella. She's talking to Cassandra. Right. She's saying, yes. "You're right. You're we right. got it. We got it. it's performative, mm-hmm. which is not acceptable. Like, why don't? What you're saying is she's saying." Uh, my dog is an idiot and doesn't understand that we have to share the sidewalk. So my apologies. Right. That's right. So what just you tug on so the leash. Just say that. Just look say to Sandra in the eyes. That's right. And say
0: I'm sorry about my dog. He's an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Or he's, as you may have noticed, a dog. <laughs> but I, I think if you, does... du- if you double down on the conversation, it, it, I think it makes it more
1: fun. Where if, let's say, someone is behind me with, with Bella, the dog, and I say, Bella, move, come on, we got to share the sidewalk. And then the person passes, and then they turn around and be like, what were you doing back there? <laughs> you know. Like, I think if you continue the conversation, yeah. it makes it more fun for everybody. So I think if you are going to talk, I mean it has to be not even full sentences. I need I think it needs to be full conversations. <laughs> like one-sided conversation. I mean I think it, the only part it gets crazy is if there if you start waiting for responses and then answering, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That that's well, where it gets yeah. crazy, yeah.
0: I I do have a theory that no dog dog owners don't admit this, but secretly in their hearts they all think that one day their dog will say something to them. <laughs> right. Like you know, like, uh, they'll be like, Jasper, you know, blah, blah. And then one day the dog will be like,
1: hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like,
0: that's why, that's why everyone, I don't know if you've seen on like reels or TikTok or whatever. Everyone does this thing where they buy a dog a board and it has all these buttons on it. Yeah, and yeah. the buttons say like, mad, want, play, outside. And then the dog is like, want, play, Outside, yes, yeah. and I'm like, sorry, no, I don't believe this for a fucking second. <laughs> this dog is like, I mean, in a Pavlov dog sense of like, you ring the bell, right.
2: the dog knows yeah. it's yeah, time yeah. for a
0: treat. But I don't think the dog is like actually expressing um, what we would call human language, right. forming sentences. Yeah, no but that's, no, just, no.
1: that's they just, just they just associated a certain button with a certain. Um, outcome to that button exactly like treat yeah. gets you a treat
0: right, right, right okay right. Um, so norm we poll people before the show on Twitter and fifty five percent of people said speaking to your dog in full sentences in public is good hmm. so oh. it was less than I thought only fifty five percent but still I feel that that's yeah. low yeah I know like forty five percent forty five percent of people are just going sit <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like yeah. stand. Play dead. Uh, all right. Next question. Julio M asks, sharing your body count with your new partner. Is this Mm. good? Uh, so JD body count, that's what the kids are calling. I think what we used to call your number, Mm. unless there was, was there a different, um, Uh... expression or word for it in earlier times? No, the number, right. I was like, I would just say the hookup
1: number. yeah. 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 I
0: just think what's your number? People right, yeah. know that that meant, but now people say well, body count. Like you're, a, body
1: count is worse than. I
0: don't like that's, that. That's I know, bad. like you're, <laughs> like you're an assassin. <laughs> yeah, I got. Like, hold on, so I got twelve the, bodies on this the, rifle. The kids are calling it body count. Yeah, 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 yeah. So instead of saying what's your number, they'll they'll be like, what's your body count? Or I got a high body count. Or I got a low body count. Well, that
1: just, anyway, we all know it's just it, about the body,
0: which is kind of weird. yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how many brains <laughs> have you fucked? <laughs> uh, How many personalities have you? Stuck here? That's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, was that um, the end of the question? That's the end of the question, Norm. So, hmm. do you think it's good sharing your body count with a new partner? I think it's bad. Hmm. Uh, I Go don't on. think.
1: I don't think. Go off, it, King. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't. I think if you're unless you have picked up something from somebody's body uh, I don't or think personality or, <laughs> or you got picked up a cool quirk of theirs. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's, necess, I don't think it's necessary. And well, I think it's also uh, my, I'm married now. And um, when I first started dating my now wife, before we uh, slept together, she made me go get an STD test and show her the results. <laughs> um, ah. Yeah. But, but also like, yeah, I I think once that, also we're both, we were both kind of in the same scene and we kind of know that the scene, the comedy scene in Toronto, especially was very incestuous. Everyone kind of hung up with everybody. Every, everyone kind of hooked up with everybody, every whatever. So it's like, I don't want to hear those names.
0: You know what I mean? Right. Right. But you probably know them then. Yeah. Cause you probably probably know know, who it is, right?
1: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't, then what the hell do I care? I think as long as you have like a clean bill of health and um, <laughs> <laughs> then I don't think it's a, I don't think it's any uh, I don't think it's anyone's business really.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah, but norm nobody's asking for names.
1: No, nobody's they're asking
2: not. for a number. I just want a, just a number. But what is the number
1: does, is is what is 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 a high number good or is a low I don't good? even know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Norm's like, is this like golf where a yeah, low number is? Or?
2: <laughs> because, or is it basketball?
0: Yeah, think so. it's basketball. Do you want to have the highest possible number? And uh, yeah, I think I, I, I was like 1920s basketball, right? Very slow pace. Not a lot of numbers being put up on the board. JD is like space and pace, three-point shot era NBA.
2: <laughs> he's, he's well
0: into the hundreds. I thought you were saying 1920. I thought you were giving me your body count Um,
1: because hold on I think it's uh, based on your personality too because I think a higher number is good because yeah for you because that means you're a sick cool bro that's right Uh, but at least the other person if someone was like if I went on a date with somebody uh, don't tell my yeah um, Mm -hmm. and I was like hey you know what's your number or what the kids are calling is how many fucking people (laughs) have you shot with your cum (laughs) like your body count um If I were on a date with somebody and I was like, you know, how many people you slept with? And they said like two, I'd be like, oh my God, no way. I'm not, if they said one, I'd be like, I can't hook up with this. That's bizarre. If someone someone was let's say someone is 35, 40 and they've only slept with one or no, or two people. I'd be like, what have you been doing? Like, you're clearly not a very cool person, you know? Like, I don't know,
0: I think it's bad. The reason that this is a question is because for a lot of people, and I would say men more specifically, if Mm. they hear that the, um, I I guess this is a more heterosexual thing, but if they hear that the woman that they're with has slept with a lot of people, there are some men that will fucking freak out and not want to date that person or be with that person because they think that the woman is uh, of of loose morals, shall we say.
2: Yeah, but then if they had
1: an
0: opportunity to hook up
1: with a porn star, they would do it in a second.
2: Hmm.
0: Right?
1: And they slept with uh, hundreds of thousands so
0: of people. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, well, then they'd say, well, yeah, man, but I'm not marrying her. You know, she's not wife material. So...
1: <laughs> uh, well, first of all, that's totally insane. You would marry them in a second, you fucking loser.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you would.
1: <laughs> like whoever that person is, um, marriage material. Like anyway, anytime someone's like, "Oh, it's not like when you bring your partner first to your parents, they they care about the body count or they can tell <laughs> <Imagine> <laughs> your parents." <laughs> really? Nice to meet you, Jessica. How many people have you fucked?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that having a worse, I think having a lower number is worse than having a high number.
0: Okay. That's, that's honestly an interesting perspective. I don't think that that is, um, the same as most people, but I, I do appreciate the perspective. JD, in your relationship, did you exchange body count numbers with
2: Rachel? Uh, yeah, I believe we, yes, yes, we did. Um, and it was just in the spirit of transparency, you know, mm-hmm. the, this is a part of my past this is part of your past. She could have said a thousand. It wouldn't have made a difference. She could right. have said one. It wouldn't have, wouldn't have made a difference. So, uh, you know, and the same for me, I would imagine. I would hope. But uh, was it yeah. before or after you guys before? You guys uh, consummate. Oh, up. they've never. They've. <laughs> we <We're> still, <waiting, laughs> still waiting. Still waiting. Still yeah. waiting for that STD test to come in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't actually remember. I think it was after, though. I think it was mm. after. Okay. Was so like, you, so, so like you had Phillip's... to
0: do the math. So you were like, okay, well, okay, that number plus one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're 580, baby. Yeah. Like, uh, like bells start going off. Like, you're you're a thousandth customer. Congratulations!
1: But it also is like as if like the sex was really bad. You lean over and be like, so how many people have you done this? <laughs> <laughs> really needs <some> to practice. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: I once found I once found a girl I was dating's list. Like she had no. written it out. On paper, with I, I must say beautiful penmanship, mm. just, and um, <laughs> you read her, you was, read her diary.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was. It had a little lock on it, but I got through that pretty quick. <laughs> I used uh, one of those flaming swords that Norm gave me. <laughs> um, uh, that's funny. And uh, yeah, I was. I remember she was at work. I, hmm. I was studying for the bar exam at the time, so she was working. I was at home studying, it's and nice. I was just like cleaning papers off a desk. Off the, the the dining room table, and it, I was like, "It was like loose? one Michael, two Chris, three. and I was like, well, well "That's interesting. Just... Uh, all these names are men, mm-hmm. and they're all numbered. I, this couldn't be a list of everyone she slept with. What is, like, is this? Just like a loose leaf piece of paper, just yeah, randomly yes. on it. A... Yes, wow. I think it might have been even graph paper.
2: Interesting."
0: Uh, wow. yeah. Was there room was he... for more after you? TBD, TBD, TBD. Well, <laughs> the concerning thing is I wasn't the last name on the list. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was. And um, the list went to 100. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was multiple. It was a booklet. It was an entire moleskin. It right, was a moleskin right. filled with foreskin, if you will. <laughs> uh, so... I didn't like finding the list, I have to say, but look, I'm not going to front. Like now I I totally couldn't care um, if it's one or 100, but if it's 101, then fucking relax. Uh, But there was a time when I was, you know, certainly more insecure and would be freaked out by uh, a quote unquote high number high body count. i mean even it's like when especially like when you're at your most insecure when you're like for you know i was like 18 19 when i when i had my first girlfriend uh, or you know st- especially starting a date and even then if you hear like you're like what's your number and they're like three you're like three oh my god what the fuck like <laughs> we so were just born we were just born yesterday <laughs> how have you had the time to plow through three men uh, but yeah now now I don't care and I think actually the more sort of interesting thing is less like the body count number and just like if you have any s- Interesting sexual experience that you feel are important to bring to the table mm-hmm. whether like I don't like this cuz of that Or this was an interesting, you know thing that happened to me or there's a funny thing that happened to me well I-, I tried to find what is the average number of sexual partners for Americans even please, though say we're all four, please say four, please <laughs> say four. Okay, it's, it's fucking every—I mm-hmm. I, saw—I read basically two studies. Mm-hmm. When I say I read two studies, I didn't look through the, the methodology of them, but I just looked at them, and they both said that it's difficult to tell because, not surprisingly, men often increase their number and women often decrease their number. Mm-hmm. So one study said the average for men was 26 and the women was 19— but then another study said men, seven, women, six. So those seem pretty fucking far apart to me. So I don't think anyone knows what anyone's yeah. doing really. I, I'm sure uh, it has something to do with- But I'd with... just like to say I'm above average no matter what the number is. <laughs> high five, high fives all around. Uh, I, think,
1: um, I think that probably has to do with like uh, probably, you know, I think geographically, if you're in like buttfuck nowhere, Montana, you just, there's not that many people around.
0: You're gonna have a lower number. Uh, well, so but, then, Norm, butt-fucking does count, just so Oh, sexual. Then, then I'm in the high 50s, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> i also like to imagine that your your research on this topic was also on her desk, just loose sleep <laughs> paper. <laughs> you found her sex list and the research on how many people is the average amount of sex.
0: <laughs> uh, parts of Matt's... Top 10 parts of Matt's personality I hate. What could this list be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so Norm, usually, uh, usually I rammed up the number, uh, the percentage, but I'm not going to this time because 69, nice, nice, 08 percent of people say sharing your body count with your new partner is not good, not good. All mm-hmm. right, so they're all, yeah, they're all saying it's not good, which well, I guess I understand, but sure, loosen up, yeah, let it fly. <laughs> I wanted to take a moment to talk about my new favorite sports game, stakes. Here's the problem. You're watching the NBA playoffs, you want to feel like you have some more skin in the game, you want to feel like you have something more on the line, but you don't want to lose money. That's where stakes come in. Predict sports for free and play against a community of thousands of other fans to prove you know sports and build your sports reputation. With stakes, you can compete against other sports enthusiasts by predicting daily questions and climbing the ranks to earn rewards, all without risking your bankroll. It's free to play, and the more accurate your predictions, the more you win. Here's how to do it. If you're in Canada or the US, open your phone, go to playwithstakescom slash is this good to download Stakes and start your journey to becoming a sports god. playwithstakescom slash is this good. All right, Norm, now it's time to look to the past and decide if things really used to be better in a new segment called Good Old Days. So the topics that I'm about to list have two criteria. Number one, they were recently popular. And number two, no one seems to talk about them anymore. So I'm not like going back to like a Walkman. Okay, that was too long. I'm trying to keep them pretty recent. And I basically want to know, did you think these things were good when they were popular? And has your opinion on them changed? So the first one, the video birthday message compilation. So this became popular during the pandemic. You'd get an email, it would be like, uh, you know, Norm's, it, would, it would get an email from Norm's wife she would say it's Norm's birthday and I'm sure he'd love to hear from all his family and friends so if you could sit down and share a favorite memory or a f- hilarious time you spent with Norm just sit in front of your computer, record it, upload it to the site and he will just have a smile on his face as he's watching these back so uh, yeah definitely popular, Norm, did you think it was good at the time? No, I hated it. I, I I hate those things. They're so...
1: I mean... Well, I guess it's okay for, like, a, a, a older, like, grandma to watch, like, her nieces and nephews. Like, that's fine. But I think if you're, like, an adult and you're, like, anywhere from 20 to 50, you're probably like, what the... F-? Who cares about this bullshit? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, also, like, I'm not sure how many of these are from, like pandemic era Mm -hmm. probably quite a few because there. but nothing from that time is good (laughs) like (laughs) even the stuff that we thought was good at the time looking back on it now like for example like even like for comedic purposes like any jokes about masks or zoom like hangouts and stuff Mm -hmm. nobody wants to hear it nobody wants to talk about it it's like it was what it was at the time so like any video it reminds me of like um like a cameo video like you know cameo videos were yeah. popular for a hot second like i think that's even stupid too it's like why do i want to get like you know i'm trying to figure some Weathers. Who, yeah to say happy birthday <laughs> to me like <laughs> who fucking cares um so i'm gonna say that that is bad
0: yeah, I think I I I have to say that when they first came out because of the pandemic, I thought, oh, well, this is nice. Like if someone was having their 40th birthday, maybe they're going to feel lonely. People can't come over to their house. The problem was people were casting way too wide a net with them. Because yeah. if you were going to invite people over, you invited your actual friends, your close friends, your friends that lived in the same city as you. But because they didn't, now you're starting to get these messages from people you don't even know like that well. People you haven't seen in a while. And you're like... God damn, I don't have like what I remember in 1998. Well, you know, it's like yeah. you're you and have then, to go like dig so deep for some of these people and I'm like yeah. this person and you're their wife. Like, maybe you don't know that we, we don't really talk anymore. Like, it's not, this person's not going to feel joy seeing me pop up on the screen and be like, I don't even really talk to that Well, that's the anymore. issue.
1: That's the issue. When it's an acquaintance and you cast a wide net, it kickstarts that relationship again in a weird way. And it takes a lot of work to go back to ignoring them like you used to,
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, you know what, Norm? Norm, you just reminded me of something. A problem that I had with these was, and you might think this is petty, people weren't saying thank you. Uh, Like, don't you think it's rude? Like, I'm putting in like a lot of time to like think, I'm not saying I'm writing, but I'm like, I'm outlining. This is like an episode of Curb, okay? It's not fully written. I'm improvising based on a spine that I've created. And I'm doing multiple takes. I'm not just doing the first one and it was like a shitty, oh, the lighting sucks. Like, there was a weird thing in the background. I coughed three times. I'm I'm retaking it Mm -hmm. and I'm uploading it. And then you never hear anything back. Like, did you even show him, Susan? Like, did you even <laughs> show him this thing? What did how he many think? did you do? Yeah, yeah like, like re- remark on how funny my story was. You know, it, it reminds me of, like, uh, self-tape
1: auditions. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where it just kind of you feel like you just they're going into a void and no one's actually like
0: you, yeah, know, you don't even know if they're them watching them at all.
1: and you're like well wait a minute i bought a fucking ring light for this and i had to like <laughs> set up a room and everything and it's like and, and first of all at least with the self tape audition it's going to someone who can like at the end give you money mm-hmm. I, am i going to do a full self tape audition for my buddy fucking andy you know what i mean <laughs> like no <laughs> Go to hell
0: <laughs> call me you know what i mean Anyway. <laughs> I do have I have one suggestion if anyone ever asks you to do one of these. Okay, this is a serious suggestion. So I had a couple mm-hmm. friends that got married during the pandemic. Um one was a destination wedding and a lot of people couldn't go. And another was where they just wanted to get married alone in Vegas. So in both cases, right. instead of sending uh okay, very cool. So instead of sending uh like each our own little video, we all hopped on a zoom or like the close friends. So let's say like eight to 10 people were all in one zoom, all in the little boxes. And we just like each do like a 30 second, like roast toast. And that way, like the person can see everyone at once can see other people laughing, like, which brings up the energy of the whole piece. And it's just Mm -hmm. a more fun freewheeling thing. So that's my – and then you just record the Zoom and send that to them. That's yeah, my recommendation.
1: See, that's more like a reunion of sorts though too where it's yeah. like nostalgic and you're – you know, it's also you, – you have to curate that guest list too. Like for example, when we, uh, me and my wife got married in Vegas too, we didn't want anybody there. There was a small amount of people. I think there was like six people there. And there was a lot of people who were upset you know some people got phone calls the morning of saying like hey we're doing this now we're here just want to let you know before we go ahead and do it that was a pretty small number probably like our parents you know 15 people then afterwards we had a dinner we invited like 15 20 people to a big dinner and it was a great time and that was the end of it you know Uh, no need for a bunch of people to send a bunch of video clips and someone editing it together as like some sort of tribute video. We don't need to do that. Maybe, uh, when I'm fucking long dead, someone can be like, Hey, <laughs> Here's a compilation of people who thought Norm was a fucking dick.
0: <laughs> you know that would be kind of cool. Uh, okay, Norm, that's called a funeral. I think yeah. you're gonna have one of those. You yeah, don't need a video compilation. <laughs> no, that's what I want—a funeral. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's move on to the next one. JD, I'm gonna go to you first on this one because I think you're gonna have an opinion. Okay. Standing desks—they were all mm-hmm. the rage. All you would hear: "Standing as this, standing. I got to move. I got a standing desk." You don't really hear people talking much about them anymore so did you think they were good when they were popular and what do you think about them now
2: Uh, I thought they were good when they were popular and I still think they're good and I think we don't hear about it anymore because all the people who wanted one got one and that was the end of it right I have one it's awesome are you standing right now I'm not okay but uh, (laughs) if I chose to well I'm not at it right now I'm at the uh, I'm at the main table in the classic factory but my table over there it it raises for when I'm doing the show because I like to be on my toes. I like to be mobile, you know. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I'm speaking,
0: uh-huh. in terms of comedy, you are you're literally on your toes. I'm literally on my. That's toes. That's where yeah. the expression
2: comes from. Oh yes, well there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're great. They're awesome. But you got to get the one. You got to get the ones that go up and down because standing for eight hours is ridiculous. It's-
0: well, that, that's why I feel like at first it was like. Before standing desks really existed, people were just like, I'm just creating a tall structure to stand at while I work. Mm-hmm. Then standing desks came out. Then it was like the hydraulic, you can put it up and down. And then it was just basically everyone left it in the down position and right. people stopped <laughs> talking about it. Only, again, Norm, during the pandemic, remember uh, the trend of the treadmill desk? Mm. There was like a walking treadmill. Yeah. And. Yeah, yeah. Uh, People were using understanding this another thing that you don't hear about anymore Um, With this one this last one, I think I might be stretching the definition of popular But it's more just like this is the way it was then it changed People don't seem to be talking about them anymore Paper boarding passes when you're for a Mm. flight. Okay, I'll start on this one because I Fucking hate having the boarding pass on my phone for Mm. so many reasons. You're worried about your phone dying the thing, it always goes away because your lock screen comes up. So every time you need to show you're like blah, blah, fumbling with it. Make people wait in line. And the thing I hate the most is why do I need my phone face down in like a pile of germs uh, and constantly to be like kind of showing it, handing it off, placing it down, facing down, and then talking on it, touching it, putting my fingers in my mouth, in my nose, as one does on an airplane. Um, so whenever I go to an airport, I go to the the little... Uh, computer terminal first, and I Believe print it, out my boarding pass. So you go to a
1: kiosk and print it out before you board.
0: A kiosk is the word I was looking for. Thank you, Norm. And I print it out, and <laughs> I don't show anyone my phone. Um, but I feel like people are just like, nope, technology, it's always good. It's always progress. We love having it on our phone. Norm, where are you on this one?
1: I'm really torn on this one um, because I do – I'm like – I see your points about the having it on your – first of all, your phone is disgusting It doesn't matter if there's a boarding pass on it or not. (laughs) Uh, I think what what I think is frustrating about the boarding pass on your phone is like, you also need to have your ID and and passport out anyway. So it's like, you know, but also... That's all paper. Can't they just like... I guess they need to check to physically make sure that you have like a seat on the flight. But like, how do they not know that? You know what I mean? Like... How are they not in the airline system anyway? Why do I need a piece of paper or my phone at all? One thing I was a little worried, like whenever I get the, the paper, it's like, it's like the paper is bad if you have connecting flights. Because then you have like a stack of paper and you don't know which one uh-huh. you're looking at. Things. And then I'm like, for some reason, I'm worried about leaving it in the in the – the whatever pouch yeah, yeah. in the front. It's like someone's gonna steal my identity by knowing what seat I was in on American <laughs> Airlines flight. I don't think so. Um, I I think that um, I think you I think that they're both bad. I think you should have neither. I think that the airline should just know that you have a ticket,
0: and you should just have so to. So you want right. like
2: a- you want facial recognition? They just know there's Norm. He's uh he's in thirteen B. Well, he ordered
0: a kosher meal for some reason. <laughs> I think you need a driver's license or a passport. I think that's all you should have to have. Right. Oh, so you're saying they scan that and then it pops up, or you that's want a good like um, like those Amazon stores where you go in, you oh. put stuff in your in your bag, and then you just walk right out, mm-hmm. and somehow it knows where. Or like they have that at at, uh, at uh, Staple or Crypto.com Arena, Norm. I don't know if you've been. There's I have a, been. a place to get beer mm-hmm. where you just pick up the beer. The can of beer and a snack or whatever and you just walk out
1: yeah and and like you can go with other people to walk in behind you and they can just if you tap with your card even those other people it gets it's it's wild when you think about it eh like like you go in with two other people you tap your card they come in behind you they grab other shit and leave and they still know that they were on my card isn't that bizarre hmm I honestly, I don't like it. That's too good. (laughs) But that's what it's going to be anyway. So like the airport, if it's like this like hunkered down security bunker thing, they already scan you with a 3D scanner when you go through anyway. Like how do they not know? Like you already, you have a passport, you have your driver's license. That makes sense to show people. But a loose leaf piece of paper with a seat number and who you've slept with on the back or whatever—like who? This Uh is pointless. Doesn't make any
0: sense. (laughs) Uh, Doesn't make any sense. All right, Norm. Moving on. When people need help navigating life's biggest decisions, they seek our wise counsel, and we deliver an airtight verdict. This part's for the Patreon sickos only, my pee hounds. To subscribe, go to patreoncom isthisgood. You too can hear the full episode. It's time to settle this. Alright, that was Settle This. here, the full episode, go to patreon.com slash isthisgood Norm, there's only one thing left to do and that's play Subjective Trivia. So Subjective Trivia is just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. Today's question, <laughs> based on, as we talked about off the top, never ever do this at home. Mm. You destroyed a lot of household shit you ruined a lot of household shit yeah. so today's question is what would be the most fun appliance to see explode so here are your options microwave gas stove toaster fridge or barbecue so uh you know ideally our answers align i have my answer written on this card so you know i'm not cheating mm-hmm. uh, but go with your gut uh again you can you can talk to jd uh if you want to you know phone a friend microwave gas stove toaster fridge barbecue which would be most fun to see explode
1: so um, I've, I've actually exploded a few of these already and, uh, <laughs> oh
0: not to brag <laughs> uh,
1: I made I made soup and you don't have dishwasher in there which is also kind of I made soup in a dishwasher one well, it's pretty good I think um, <laughs> I think the most fun is actually stove gas stove um, but mostly, it's because of the theatrics of it. Um, uh-huh. Because fire shoots from the top of it. Um, the the barbecue is just like a, a thinner, less um, a barbecue is just a smaller trans like a stove you can move around (laughs) you know right right (laughs) a fridge is is very bulky like I I think we did something with a fridge where we put explosives in it it's almost too heavy you know it's like and the the doors kind of flying off is kind of cool but the stove has that stove has a door that can fucking Mm. fly off too right and the what's the other one toaster Listen, I blew up a ton of toasters. It, it's not that great. <laughs> what's your What's your appliance count? <laughs> oh, dude, it's fucking. I'm a slut when it comes to appliances.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say for the theatrics and for having a lot of the elements that the other items already have, i.e., a door uh, and a lot of moving parts. I'm gonna go ahead and say gas
0: stove. Okay, J.D., do you agree?
2: I agree that that's probably the most fun, but I think that you're going to say fridge because Interesting. it's mm. just for the exact reasons that uh, Norm said. It's really big and bulky, and if you pack it with enough explosives, I think it would be spectacular. Plus, you could fill it up with food and stuff. It'll oh, be fun mm-hmm. to see all that food flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say fridge.
0: Well, I think you both had great answers and call me a basic bitch, but <laughs> I've had a fantasy of from action movies of my of our youth um Like specifically Steven Seagal movies, Mm. specifically Under Siege, where he's on the boat and he's in, he's a chef, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And it always seemed like a, maybe also a MacGyver thing or a Bruce Willis thing. They would put a concoction into a microwave oven Mm. and then set it. And then you would hear it like ticking and it'd go like, beep, beep, (laughs) beep. And then it would just boom, explode. And then he would just like like, slash people's throats and stuff like that. So my answer is microwave. I'm sorry to be so boring. This is the missionary. I got a low body count. This is the missionary of exploding appliances.
2: It's, I'm sorry. It's, it's gas, fine. Gas stove has
1: the same deal. You put a timer on it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Microwave. <laughs>
2: Norm's like, you fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad we did it at the end of the show because Norm's about to walk off. How dare you?
2: <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs>
0: He's disgusted. Uh, Norm, uh, tell people where they can find you. Oh, you know, I'm on.
1: I'm I'm thinking about leaving a lot of social stuff. I know a lot of people are like, you know, I'm on Twitter, but I I don't really participate anymore. Um, But Mm -hmm. if if you want to see the stuff that I I do on Fox on the uh, football uh, show, uh, you can probably find most of it on my Instagram, which is just Norm Souza, my name.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, those are. How long have you been doing that, by the way? Like maybe briefly explain what it is you're doing there at Fox.
1: Um, well, it's really funny. I worked on – when Jay and Dan, uh, if any Canadian listeners will probably know, uh, they were in the U.S. for a bit. I, that's where I started there. And then um, I started – they brought me on to the football team, to like the NFL production team. Uh, I, I was freelance for a long time. I was producing Cousin Sal, Jimmy Kimmel's Cousin Sal. So I was doing his picks okay. segment on thursdays and then um uh, yeah and then i started like uh i started doing the sketches on the sunday afternoon show uh and that's basically what i do now i'm, I'm just like uh I, I they give me a minute uh, well they give me 50 seconds <laughs> and uh uh you know i get to write this you know i have a sketch comedy background so i i get to write a sketch and and put it uh, on tv every week during the football season so that's basically what i do
0: yeah, definitely go to Norm's Insta to check that out. Um, remember to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash isthisgood. If you have topics, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. can always use questions and topic suggestions. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's always nice to read those. And subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks to JD. Thanks to Norm for coming on. Thanks in advance for leaving a five star <laughs> review yes for everyone i'm Matt austin and this was good we'll see you next week